podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hello and good evening to... Sorry, hello, good evening to... I'm not... That's completely wrong, but I'm going to keep going. Hello and good evening and welcome to the Fatback 480 for this Friday night. It will be a preview of the trip to Bournemouth tomorrow and anything else that comes along. The show is brought to you by Paddy Power, a bookies, a website and an app. Please gamble responsibly and try to do so with Paddy Power. Yeah, look, let's just get it going. And here we go, the Fatback 4 Daily. And with me tonight, I have Barry Carr. And Barry, um, Liverpool are 14 wins from 15, going for 15 wins from 16. And is this a game you're looking forward to tomorrow? Because usually I look forward to Bournemouth away for some reason. I look forward to Gav Doyle tweeting how many wins we need, how yeah. many wins we require. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to 5.58 tomorrow. Five, four fifty eight tomorrow evening, yeah. and a, a tweet uh, saying fifteen more wins. Yeah, uh, you're hundred percent right, though. Uh, I, I I love going to Bournemouth. The little the little vitality. I love going there. Yeah, well, apart from the four three a couple of years ago, where we were, I think two nil and three one up. Apart from that, we seem to be able to go to Bournemouth and play football, and that suits us down to the ground. They, they, they're an excellent team to watch. Great, great, you know, try to get the ball down and play it around. And even the 4-3, I mean, Divock or Aki's goal, Emery Chan's goal, it was a spectacular game of football. Ryan Fraser just comes on and, and, uh, Announces makes a wreck. For the world. <laughs> makes a wreck, yeah. And, um, chances are we see him tomorrow because obviously, uh, or Harry is, uh, they're missing a few. Is, uh, is, uh, is essentially cup tied, isn't he? Yeah, they're missing, they're missing a few. Um, um, would you say important ones? Josh King. Josh King's a big one. Josh King's a big one. Steve Cook, mm. I think, is missing as well. Um, Steve Cook, yeah. Um, and and in Smith. Smith, yeah. Adam, right back. Yeah, the right yeah. back. who's really good. Um, they're missing him as well. So, But just looking at it, you know, like Klopp makes a couple of changes there during the week. Five changes, in fact, yeah, on the team. Of course, that yeah. Brighton and... You know, a lot of people, I wouldn't say upset, but just kind of, you know, what the fuck is going not me. on. But no, no not, not, not me. me really. I, I felt, I, it surprised me, 
But I, I'm just at the stage where if Klopp decides that's the team, that's the team. There was a little quote from Klopp this morning saying that he did arrive into work today with an idea of Bournemouth, but then was told there was a couple of issues around a couple of players. So it might yeah. get interesting again tomorrow, but just, you know, we, we'll pick a lineup uh, later on the show before we finish. But can you see him doing some more rotation or do you see him trying to get back to is the majority of his favourite eleven here? Well, I'll I'll tell you what what's looming on the horizon is a um, uh, an early an early kickoff trip um, to Austria. So that is definitely um, the looming spectre. So I I would be tempted to you know continue with the boys that that, that performed immensely uh, the other night. You know I. Um, I'm, I'm blown away with, um, how good, how, how well, uh, a Shakiri can come back in and just make an absolute huge impact. Just lay, put a, put down a marker and say, look, I'm back. I'm legit, legitimate. I'm an option. If there's an issue in the front three, Jesus, don't hesitate, pick me. Um, so let's 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 park, um, you know, the the Champions League game for now. Uh, it's it's all about tomorrow. And as as you can see, look, the other night, Klopp has picked the team by looking where the other team is sitting in the Premier League table, yeah. and. He, he picked a team to play the 17th place team in the league. Uh, Bournemouth are in that same 12th, bracket. 12th at the moment, I think, in around 12. Well, are we talking three, well, four points difference? Yeah, that's the big thing at the moment. Same when, when, kind of brackets. I mean, they, when you say someone is 10th in the league, they're actually four or five points off the drop zone, you know, so it's, um, it's a bottom half side, isn't it, really, at the moment? It, it is, yeah. Yeah, it's a bottom, it's a bottom, much of a muchness in the bottom half. And that, that's, uh, you know, we, we can see the trend, um, Brighton's the same, Everton's the same, um, Sheffield, well, Sheffield, sorry, they're, they're a bit higher in the league, but, you know, we, we, we've seen a few of them now recently. And, um, I think they're, they're ideal games to rotate and, and, and rest, rest guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I want to do. Yeah, I, I I see it as another opportunity to rest a few. Okay, and I I, I wouldn't mind resting Lovren tomorrow. It's an interesting one. It, it is an interesting one. I would probably, I probably wouldn't. I if it was a game where you're, you're I, I presume you're looking at Gomez here. I presume that you're you're thinking behind this. Um. I probably will go Watford at home to put Gomez in just before we head off to, to Qatar. That's the way I go down it. But do you know the other player? Like as I said, we will get into the team and as we go along, and we I suppose we could try pick a team as we go through the show rather than just one big choice at the end. There's loads of teams coming in here, like Chris Brax says, Allison, Trent Gomez, VVD Robertson, Chamberlain, Henderson, Keita, Salah, Firmino. Arigi. Um North Red says yes, Shaq and his new wave all day long. Uh, Keith says Shaq done well, but he was only out for a hair transplant, so his fitness was grand. He just couldn't head the ball. That's what the problem was. Uh, let me see. I think Chris has given me 
the second team then. He says, Alison Trent Gomez, VVD Milner, Chamberlain Henderson, Keita, Salah, Firmino, Shakiri. Um, Bournemouth on, Bournemouth are on a terrible run, says Kevin Sullivan, no win in nine. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. just got, just, let's, let, let's have a look at Bournemouth first, Troy. Because, yeah. you know, going and looking at Everton and, and the way they've lost the manager and Eddie Howe always seems to get mentioned here and stuff like that. And I was listening, I was just to a podcast earlier and, and they were basically going through the, the win run, the runs of wins Bournemouth have gone on since the start of last season and the runs of defeats. And, um, it screamed inconsistency. It screamed like he's getting away with it a little bit. And what way do you see him approaching this? Because if he, if he's missing Josh King, he's missing Harry Wilson, he's missing Steve Cook, he's missing Adam Smith, he's also missing, uh, David Brooks, which is a big loss for them. Um, what way do you see him approaching this? Because that's a lot of players out. So he likes to play football, but he seems to give Liverpool too much time in the games we play against them. They're too open. Do you see him changing what he's doing here because of a, the run Liverpool are on, you know, there's no doubt the form we're in. And B, the players he may have at his disposal, he may need to be very pragmatic in this game. He is very pragmatic and and I wanna say he is he he's he's definitely got one of the most um patchy um form lines. You know, he he does pick up um, strings of wins, mm. which ultimately ends up bailing them out every year. But it's so common you see Bournemouth losing six, seven, and eight games yep. in a row. Yep. And, uh, it's basically down to it. They, they never change, uh, the, the, the style of football that they play. They're, they're 4 4 2. The, they get the, they get the ball down, they pass it around. And, you know, you've taken away some serious weapons, um, some serious firepower. I mean, uh, if, if, if a dead ball situation came up, I mean, we, we would be fearing Harry Wilson and the, the pace in behind that a Josh King offers, um, is, is very dangerous as well. Even at an international level, um, when Norway, you know, come up against bigger teams, you know, Josh King's a serious weapon for them mm. to, to help, you know, level the playing field. Um, you're taking that away, as you say. Brooks, Brooks is out as well. Brooks is a, a great creative talent. Um, I, I, I do like uh, Lewis Cook um, in centre midfield. He's come back this season, and yeah, he's he, a quality he's, player. He's dropping him in and out. You know, um, he's he's kind of sharing um, appearances with with uh, Billing. Uh, in centre midfield, and uh, I think you could see like a Lewis Cook tomorrow to help kind of offset some of the uh, the the uh, flair or creative side of the game. Um, yeah, I, I see them setting up four four two. Um, I would I would think uh, Francis comes in to the team, and um, I think. Dominic Slanky and Callum Wilson is your front two. No arguments. Um, yeah, uh, Rico with left back. Uh, that, that, that's potential weak point. Of, um, 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 what am I doing with Salah? Yeah, do I want to, do I want to throw Salah in, in, in the place where he probably has very happy memories from last season? Yeah, he scored there the last season, a hat trick last season. A hat trick, yeah. And he gets one the season before as well. 
where he torments their left back. But like there's comments coming in here like Bournemouth won't change. They are always too naive and open in big games, says Chris. Chemical Kev says we shouldn't be worrying about Bournemouth. When they are bad, they are very bad. And when they are good, we can still handle them. That's a very good point. Uh, biggest threat for them is Callum Wilson, says Chris. Uh, very underrated. Surprised the bigger side hadn't gone from. I couldn't believe that uh, Everton didn't go from when they needed a striker, to be honest. Um Kev says they put a 50 million tag on Wilson when Chelsea came sniffing. Lewis Cook, like Chamberlain, still finding form after a bad ACL. Yeah, he did have a bad injury. At, I think it was early last season, was it? He had a bad injury and he, he's a, he's, he's, um, he, I think he's a quality player, Lewis Cook. He's, I, I really he's, potentially, he's potentially top class. Yeah, he really is. He's so neat and tidy on the ball. He, he's, he sees things very quick. He's able to control the tempo game. He's really good. Uh, Traz says, Gav, you should take your boots down to Bournemouth tomorrow. Eddie Howe might give you a start. He won't, man. I have the flu. I have a cold. I, I won't be able to make it. Especially same playing by the seat side. It wouldn't be good for me. Although the salt in the air might do something. Um, Chris does point out that Salah has a very good record against Bournemouth. But I, I'm just a bit amazed that they do come out. And I don't think they'd be too open. I don't think that's a general... I just think they'd be too positive in what they're trying to do if that sounds right you know they do try to think we can do this we can do that and they never really get at us and then we just take it off them and, and open them up but we'll have to wait and see Alison will be back in goal Barry no doubt about that yeah <laughs> that's nailed on that's, that's elementary that is yeah. that's easy so picking yeah. that back forward then, um, you know you, you've mentioned there you might give Lovren a rest <laughs> Yeah, I know, I, I know to, we yeah. have, I know we have the Salisbury thing on mm-hmm. Tuesday night, isn't it? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. night. Um, I know we have that. It's an early six o'clock job, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's five is. to six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it, it may make a difference. You know, we're playing Saturday afternoon, but I still think he goes Trent, Lovren, Van Dijk, Robertson. Are you going to? In your heart, in your heart of hearts, do you think he goes any different to that? I would love to see Naby Keita. I think. Now hold on, I haven't got the midfield yet. I want to know the back four that you will pick. Stop jumping ahead of me now. I'm I'm not trying to jump ahead, but I'm trying to I'm trying to think um who who I'm trying to fit in first of all because I might be thinking about a shape change, especially tomorrow, because a, a, a flat four four two. Uh, I think there's ways around it with fitting in an extra attacker somewhere. Okay. So, right, I'll I'll, I'll park that for a moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm resting Degsy because he's he's fragile. Or he, Degsy is he's, uh, he's fragile. He, he never gets beyond six or seven appearances by picking up the little niggling four week injury mm-hmm. that inevitably leaves him then bottom of the the ranks again. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to preempt that and um, coming off an, another absolutely flying performance the other night. I just want to just, um, just stem that for the moment. And I want to give Big Joe reason to be, reason to be happy and content in his position. Give him a chance to, to, to win back his, his spot. Great place to go. The the the, the pace, uh, you know, the threat offered by Cal Molson and Dominic Solanke. Um, I might I might try and thwart that with uh, a centre back combination of Gomez and Van Dijk. So 
straightforward from me. Trent Gomez, Van Dijk, and Andy Robertson, and maybe um, use one of the subs to uh, trim the minutes for one of the fullbacks. Okay, there is shouts here from Milner to play right back. Chris, in particular, uh, T Arnold sixty six on Periscope says uh, Robertson, Van Dijk, Gomez, Trent. A lot of people going for Gomez. I don't know. I really don't know what way he's going to do this. Um, because as someone else says there, it is a tight turnaround Saturday to Tuesday. And to be honest with you, I forgot all about Tuesday. All I have in my head is beat Bournemouth mm-hmm. and beat Watford. And then we let City and Leicester cut each other's throats while we're <laughs> off in Qatar. So we'll have to wait and see. Kevin Sullivan said he'd like to play us with two holding and four rotating up front. Origi Central, Bobby mm-hmm. left, Salah right, Ox floating. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Again, Kev wants Milner in for Robbo. Uh, Chris says Lovren is due a cold soon. The lads need, needs a Baraka. <laughs> I know how he feels. Um, I need, I'm just gonna, if I had Baraka, now, I'd, I'd put a half dozen in the glass at the one time and just go for it. Um, so, what, what, we're nearly there on the back four. We, I have Lovren, you have Gomez, so that's the way we're going. Now, midfield, a lot of, a lot of talk today around Naby Keita. I've seen people saying he will start tomorrow. I don't know if that's just people, you know, willing their own choice on Jurgen Klopp through, I don't know, through. It's um, sentiment at this stage, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's it, it, willing, it's willing him to be good. Yeah. You know, at so, this stage. So midfield, um, and again, you're going to have to bring Tuesday you know, night into, mm-hmm. into consideration here. So, if you, I suppose if you're picking a midfield for Tuesday night, you probably are looking at Henderson, Wijnaldum, and, and one other. Could be an Oxley Chamberlain, could be a Milner. Would you give Kate a run here? Because I've heard people say, right, you know, I Liverpool won, but what's Kate got to do to go on the pitch? Like, there's Lalana playing ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And having said that, if you just sit back and simply think about it, you've, you've heard so many times Klopp say, I gave Divock Origi a start this week because he was unbelievable in training. I gave mm-hmm. Jalen Shakiri a... Now, I'm not just going back to this game last last day. No, go ahead. No, no. On Wednesday go night. I'm going back over 12, 18 months. You've heard him say, you know, um, Jalen Shakiri has been brilliant in training, so he played. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know, pick pick any other player that, that's been in or out. You know, he's been outstanding in training, so he played. Mm-hmm. Could it not be something as simple as, yes, Kate is fit, yes, Kate is good to go, but Milner, uh, Oxley chamberlain Lalana are just putting in that bit more in training and are just further up the pecking order as, as it stands? Entirely possible. Absolutely entirely possible because um, Nabby's probably, he's got, I hesitate to say the name, but like a bit of the sturges about him and maybe afraid to train on a bit too hard. Because, um, you know, he wants to he wants to manage himself mm. and 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 try and get match fit and not pick up knocks and maybe going easy in tackles and contact scenarios and, and what have you. Um, yeah, meritocracy definitely um, definitely reigns with this manager. And uh, what a shot in the arm to come in out of the cold and end up playing in the derby. So, you know, um, Lalana, Shakiri and Origi are, are all flying after that, you know, um, manager can, manager can, can point to that and, you know, what a, what an effect that could have, you know, long lasting effects. So, um, my, my thinking is, you know, 
Henderson didn't start the other night. That's was very clever. I don't think, very clever I don't think there's any way that he doesn't start a Henderson uh, or Wijnaldum in this game. Well, tomorrow one of, one of them starts. One of them. One of, one of them one starts. Of, yeah. Um, you you got to keep an eye on Wijnaldum's minutes, and and he's a hundred percent in on Tuesday. So if I want to take one of them out, it's it's going to be. It's going to be Wayne Aldum, and I'm awfully, awfully tempted to to stick in Keita because out of out of everybody in there, um, some might say that Ox is most capable of being the auxiliary attacker, but I think out of everyone in our midfield panel, I think Naby Keita has the highest potential. To be that last man entering the box, you know, the third man run, yep. um, being being the extra attacker, slotting into number ten or even slotting into wide left in scenarios. I I can picture us having huge success in Keita sliding out to the left and letting Manny go central for scenarios. I mean. I would love to see the stats of when you play Manny as the centre forward. What is what is his expected goals? What is his you know, if you extrapolate it out, what what would he end up would he literally be Lionel Messi figures? Mm. There's probably an argument that say that for me now. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total wine and more. And and Sally got arrested. And I is it mayonnaise torn? You know, it's it's it could be something like that. Kev says Bournemouth playing in, in a way that's nice and passive should suit Naby to run through them. Pick me a midfield. Um. I'll I'll do it. I'll do a I'll do a mad change. I'm gonna go four two three one, mm-hmm. and I'll do a two of Henderson mm-hmm. and Oxlade Chamberlain, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do a three of Salah right, Manny central number ten, mm-hmm. and Keita left on a three. Interesting. I'm, I'm up front for me now, or Rigi. Are you putting Bobby in? Yeah, I'm playing, I'm, I'm playing Bobby. Okay. It's very interesting, uh, you know, you know, Tuesday, like, as much as I nearly forgot about it, is massive in my mind now. Um, trying to, trying to put a team together there. Like, if I pick a team for Tuesday night, I think he goes Allison, Trent, Lovren, Van Dyke, Robertson. I think he goes Henderson, Wayne Aldam. And probably Oxley Chamberlain, and he gets the front three on the pitch. So, have, looking at that, looking at the little doubts over Salah and stuff, could he try mix this up? I think he could. Um, I think he feels that the way Bournemouth plays us suits us. Now, if Bournemouth were to come out and be a little bit pro- more pragmatic and, and sit back a bit, I think it suits us anyway. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to. Go, I think Henderson starts. And I, I like your thoughts on a, on, on a 4-2-3-1, but I don't think he needs two holding there in this sort of game. So I'm going to put Henderson in. I'm actually going to put Oxlade-Chamberlain 
and sorry, Kate, and I'm going to put. Yeah, I'm going to put Kate and Oxley Chamberlain in together. And then the three up front, I'm going to have. I'm going to leave Shakiri where he was because mm-hmm. I think Salah, if Salah bursts back with Salzburg and Watford, were absolutely flying. I think. I think he might go. Origi left, and Firmino up front. Mm-hmm. I think if he gets a chance to rest Manny, I think he will. And I think I think in that team there you have enough that's solid. You'd have likes of Milner to come on, Lalana to hold on to the ball if needs be. It gives Keita a run, and there's plenty of there's plenty of energy in that with Keita, Oxley, Chamberlain, Shakiri. There's plenty in that, and there's plenty of footballers in there that can pick a lock if needs be because that's what I may come down to. Is the, is the danger then you're not leaving that break glass option from the bench because we most certainly had ample weapons on the bench against well, Everton? You'll still, you'll, still uh, you'll still end up with Mane on the bench. You'd still end up with Salah on the bench. Is that is that potentially the best weapon possible? Well, if you go out with that team and you end up with Mane on the bench, Salah on the bench... You would end up with Milner on the bench, who's a brilliant sub when you're winning all losing, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. you'd have, you'd probably have Lovren on the bench if anything goes wrong. If we're winning the game comfortable, Milner could probably come on and, and go slot in there for Robertson, give him a break. Um, I, I don't, I think that team is good enough. I'm just thinking, he wants to win this game. I think he feels he can win it with a couple of changes again and it primes him for Tuesday night. Because you're potentially giving Salah a rest, you're potentially giving Mane a rest, you're just letting Bobby ease himself back in after a little rest, you know, well, you know, what, 70 minutes or 65 minutes of a rest he, um, he gets against Everton. So for me, I think there's enough movement in the squad there to still win this game and still give lads enough chance to, to be ready for Tuesday night. I wouldn't be surprised to see Salah come on and play 2025, regardless of what's going on, just to get him back out on the pitch. Yeah. 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 No. Um, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm teetering between, you know, playing and playing and, and not playing him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you rather, I'd rather start him. Do you know, do you know the only reservation I have about playing Nabi Keita? Genuinely. The only reservation I have of playing, playing Nabi Keita or Nabi Keita is if we go out and we play Nabi Keita, right? Mm-hmm. And we win the game 4-0 and he scores a goal or he assists a goal. The only thing that'll annoy me is having to listen to people online going, I told you. You know? And, and, that won't, that won't be me. But yeah, that won't be me. That's what's going on now. Like, like, I just I can't get my head around the fact that Early Maguire singing from the, the hilltops that does, listen know. there's way more than Sam Maguire singing from the hilltops <laughs> about Nabi Koita and, and in fairness no. you can have an argument with Sam Maguire and you can what? you can have You're, it out with him and that's it and he'll talk to you the next day others are just completely mental but nah. <clears throat> the, well, what's what's the harm What what is the harm in, in all the Keita lovers having their day Absolutely, oh, no, there's no harm in so having that day. It's all mutually beneficial, then. It's absolutely mutually beneficial. But you see, what happens is, if he doesn't play, it's just a never-ending cycle of he should play, he should play, he should play, he should play, and it goes on and on and on. But listen, I'd love nothing more, and I've been open on this show and other shows I've been on. 
I I still have a lot of time for Naby Keita. His ability, his potential at Liverpool. A lot of people think if he can't run against Everton, when will he get on? You know, I, I, I don't buy into that. I think, no. listen, if, if Klopp didn't want that player, if Klopp decided tomorrow, I, I, I can't be dealing with him, he would just leave him out of the squad. He yeah. genuinely would. He just, be, listen, people think he he's all nice. Bench. No, he's all yeah. nice. You know, he's ruthless. He's absolutely and utterly ruthless. So, you know, I, I think he's, I think they've played Naby Keita quite well. They brought him back. He's been in around the squad. They haven't put pressure on him. They, he probably just hasn't suit with the scenarios that they're in because, like, yeah, of, scenarios. What, what scenarios have come up the last couple of games exactly? Well, the, well, if you look at if you look at it, we got down to ten against Brighton, and that yep. probably stops. It ended up tight. Yeah, that, no. that 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 absolutely required third sub being Gomez that that day yeah, to help out Trent. And, and not only that, you you have the Everton, which is a bit of blood and thunder, and he is the sort that and, could be targeted and, and, for, and a, still, for a heavy tackle. You know, it was still four two going to late, uh, and you know. Um, game wasn't completely dead. Mm. It, it, it probably wasn't a game for for you know another you know kind of risk, risky sub. I mm. want to say like you know being a positive sub. You know mm. go, keeping Gomez as as your third sub in those kind of games. We are just looking to shore it up. It's it's good and it's it's, it's been well utilized now. Two games running. Yeah, absolutely. So, and- I'm, I'm 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 showing appreciation. For, for Joe Gomez doing that by giving him a start tomorrow. Yeah, and that's absolutely fair enough. And I, I've yeah. been, since the start of the season, I've been all about using the squad when you can. I was delighted, although it surprised me on Wednesday, I was delighted to see those players come in and do really well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and uh, that, them players doing well, it shouldn't be taken away from them because you're the player you really like is sitting on the bench. Yeah, you know, yeah. your player will get his go. And when he gets his go, we should all just come to the conclusion that all these players are really good and picking an 11 is actually becoming quite difficult. It's not like it was over the last 15 years where you could pick Liverpool's 11, which are always closed, you know, and you could probably pick the bench on top of that and very little surprises. It's actually becoming difficult, I'd say, to pick a starting 11 for Liverpool at the moment simply because it's a really, it's not the biggest squad in the world. Um, I don't think it's, it's really close. It's really a tight group. The quality is really high and there is arguments. There's probably arguments for six lads that could play in three midfield spots. Genuine arguments for of six of them to play in three spots. You know the kind of way. So it's one of those. We go into the game tomorrow. Give me a prediction. Handy. 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 Give me three points and absolutely ratchet up the pressure ahead of the Manchester Derby. Okay. Easy, easy three points. 3 0 Liverpool. 3 0 Liverpool. And, and like quick race to 3-0 and rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drop, right, drop down through the gears, stick on the cruise and. I'll take that. I'll take run, racing into a 3-0 lead. I'm, I'm going to stick mm-hmm. with 3-1. Uh, 3-1 is in my head every week now for some reason. I don't know why it never comes off, but, um, I, I, I think Barrett might score. Um, I think they're struggling for goals. So I think no, they I'm, are. I'm, I'm keeping it. I think great opportunity to get a clean sheet on the board for yeah. uh, first I, time since about 1994. Sheffield United. Yeah, Sheffield United. Yeah, uh, it's it's wow. madness. But I just think with that team as we've picked and a little bit of rotation, I think you will see a goal in them. Now, having said that, the Liverpool, a couple of Liverpool defenders have come out and have basically said they were not happy one bit. With the with the goals they conceded on Wednesday night, so that might spur them on a little bit. Alisson mm-hmm. back in goal. You mentioned that uh, you're going three 0 I'm going three one. 
you mentioned the, mm-hmm. you mentioned the Manchester derby there. So a couple of games over the weekend, you have City against uh, United. You have Aston Villa play Leicester. So I just want to touch on them too because they're the, probably the two teams. They are the two teams closest to us. What way do you see them two going? Um, well, we'll we'll stick with Leicester first because obviously they're um, our nearest mm-hmm. con- uh, challengers, and uh, I think the good vibes are absolutely flowing out of that club as uh, uh, after the news today. Mm-hmm. Brendan signing up till twenty twenty five. That's it's a massive coup for Leicester. I think um, there was maybe 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 slightly sinister. Um, thoughts going on that maybe Arsenal might tempt him away, but I think it's an absolute mess he'd be walking into there. So I think stick with the stable football club that you're at. Yep. That is clearly, clearly going places and, um, could have Champions League football to play with next year. So, um, I think fairly handy. Villa are proven a bit of a, a bit of a nuisance to teams at, at the minute, you know. They, they give <laughs> they give my United plenty to think about. Last weekend, Jack Grealish is absolutely on fire. I mean, he is he is pandering to Gareth Southgate <laughs> at the minute. So I don't think it'll be handy for Le- for Leicester. Leicester were were quite underwhelming um, against Everton, and they didn't blow me away against Watford either. So. Um, Maybe uh, 2-1 for Leicester and uh, they they maintain the 8-point gap. Okay. I'm going to say, um, Kevo Sullivan says there, Brendan dropping the release clause, sealed the deal. Yeah, listen, but Rogers knew exactly what he was doing there and anyone that thinks different is mad, in my opinion. He drops that in and all of a sudden, a couple of days later, he's a new he's a new deal on the table. Unbelievable. Um, but I have a, I've been impressed by Villa overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think they've only lost twice at Villa Park this season, once to us and I'm trying to think of you it might have been Bournemouth on the opening day of the season actually. Um that they lost or the second game of the season I think it was. I've been impressed with them. I'm gonna go with a two all draw on that one. Okay, I think very I think, good. I think very it's good. that the that it's they're a mid, they're both Midlands teams. It wouldn't be considered a Midlands derby, but I think Villa will be Villa will be looking going. Well, we're back here now, and this is a team in the Midlands, and we want to show how big we are. And I got to go two all there. But Man City, um, you know, against United, I'm going to come out and say I think United are, are City are going to bash this on Saturday evening. Mm, uh, I want to say, I want to say, you know, it's it's that it's at the Etihad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And um I think United have had more success at the Etihad than they've had at uh at Old Trafford in recent years. Mm-hmm. I think I think Man City might be Well they got bashed three 0 there last four season. wins and one draw in the last five visits. Yeah, well I I know they got I know they got beaten three 0 heavily there last season, United did they were passed off the park. Yeah, it was it was a it was a counter for them last mm-hmm. year. So well, No wait. at at the at the Etihad generally they're tighter and uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't too too long ago. United had their um, epic comeback from two 0 down. Yeah, wasn't that the um, day City could have won legs. the league? That were that's right. That's right. Mm. They denied them winning the league. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, no, I've, I've I've made a promise to uh, a few uh, a few guys, a, a guy down the deli. I said to him, uh, "I'll be I'll be watching I'll be watching 
the Liverpool game, uh, and then I'll be marching over to the pub and joining you to cheer on Man United. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my word. So what are you going with? Uh, yeah, give me a give me a Rashford double and two one to Manchester United. Oh, okay. And that's really a heart ruining your head there, isn't it? Um, and that's the league done and dusted. Yeah, I I think I I just have a feeling City. I'm gonna go four 0 here for City. I think I think if 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 City control that ball and score early against United, you look at how United played against Sheffield United. They went two 0 down, and you know they were giving plaudits for coming back. And Solskjaer was saying, "Oh, that team would have been five 0 down last season." He has no idea when he goes behind. He, 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 he says some boneheaded things. He's standing on the side said. of the pitch just hoping for the best and he nearly got yeah. it against Sheffield United. From all accounts, they played okay against Sports United. They should have been beaten by Villa, from what I heard. They're, they're, they're nicking points here and there, but I just think if City control that ball, they'll move them around way too much. And I don't think Solskjaer has them set up properly to deal with that. So I'm going to go 4-0 City in that one. Um, Listen, I'm gonna leave it there because I'm literally dying a slow death here, and, and I'm trying my best. It's actually I'm struggling to breathe. I think a little bit, <laughs> so it's uh, it's one of those. But listen, uh, Barry, I hope your predictions are right. Well, I hope my Leicester prediction is right, and I hope your United one is right. How does that sound? We we've had some super weekends recently, so you know, I think I think keep them coming. Yeah, another one wouldn't do any harm, would it? Mm-hmm. Would not. Good stuff. Right, I'll talk to you during the week. Yeah. Yeah, all all the best, boys. Uh, enjoy and have a. If I don't speak to you beforehand, have a very happy Christmas, Red. Yeah, you will speak to them before Christmas. Don't worry about that. Ah, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. That's been the <laughs> all fat, the best. That's been all the, the best. Fa- that, that's been the fat back for daily for this Friday night. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy Liverpool tomorrow. Hopefully, going and getting three points against Bournemouth. Hopefully, Manchester United can go and steal something at the Etihad, had, and then Villa can turn the whole day and, and Villa Park into a cauldron against Bren and his Leicester team and take points there too. Have a good one. Touch in a bit. Over and out. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.